0: can't talk We can't talk. <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome back to the short Staff podcast. We were doing a little joke there because this episode is on silence and solitude. and uh, we really just don't need to say a word this whole podcast, or else we'd be found hypocritical. <laughs> not really. This episode we're going to be looking into the discipline of silence and solitude, which we all need to be practicing, obviously not all the time or this podcast would not be possible. <laughs> but it is a joy to have our brother, Joshua Williamson, here, who just preached a sermon on this spiritual discipline. So welcome, Josh. You, again, like most of our guests in this season, fail the height requirement. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: How tall are you? Exceed that, that's Too for tall sure. for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we are short in comparison to our brother, Josh. Vertically challenged, I like that. Vertically challenged yeah. and not quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do talk. Too yeah, much. we talk too much. Yeah. So, Josh, won't you help us be a little more quiet? In all reality, <laughs> walk us through some of the things you learned as you were studying in preparation for your sermon.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, see, so yeah, I think some as some of the other preachers pointed out uh, I um, sometimes struggle with uh, topical messages. You know, I like, mm. I like expositional, taking a passage mm-hmm. and, and really breaking it down, and um, and you know. Especially with um, well, this one there's. I mean, there's not as much as some of the other subjects like worship or prayer or Bible reading, but there is mm-hmm. quite a bit in Scripture about um, silence and solitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, a lot more than, what than what I realized. What you think, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah a I lot was more surprised at all the text you pulled out. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, originally, I started studying for it as you know, as a expositional message. I was going to try to find a verse and kind of camp out there, but then. As I read through the chapter in the, you know, um, spiritual disciplines book, there was just so much in there, um, that the author brought out, uh, from scripture that I, you know, I just, I thought, um, it was too good not to share, uh, all the scriptures and all the benefits to, um, you know, practicing silence and solitude before the Lord, um, so, so yeah. Basically, I, uh, you know, started out looking at you know the the example of Jesus uh, and and places where he practiced silence and solitude, and mm-hmm. then then kind of followed. Um, you know, in the book, it, it broke it down into um, you know, many benefits um, mm-hmm. for practicing silence and solitude. Um, you know, things like uh, to express worship, mm-hmm. where it tells us in Habakkuk 2:20 that. Uh, But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Amen. A lot of times we don't think about that in relation to worship, especially. Mm. You know, we usually think worship is, you know, audible. You know, there's, you know, singing, praise, and worship music. But um, Mm. there's, uh, you know, multiple places in in Scripture where just being silent. Yeah, there's a time for everything under the sun. Amen. Including silence, yeah. Time to speak, time to be silent. Amen. And, uh, you know, so there's um, another thing the author brought out was lots of good quotes from from great men of God of the past. And there's a good George Whitfield quote about uh, just, um, you know, one of his instances where he was spending, you know, time alone with the Lord. And he was just overcome by this awful silence and just poured his soul out to God without speaking a word and just had this mm-hmm. great experience with the Lord. And so. Um, so, you know, it goes on to, you know, you can do it by expressing faith, you know, mm-hmm. uh, silence before God, you know, you can express faith. And I use the example of, uh, you know, if if you ask me to help you do something and mm-hmm. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come help you. And then you ask me 10 more times, you know, hey, are you really going to come help me? Hey, are you going to help me? <laughs> I don't believe in you. Yeah, you're not <laughs> expressing much faith in me that I'm going to do what I say. And so so we can express faith in God by being silent sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. we ask Him and, and we leave it in His hands. Mm, so we know amen. He's going to have His right way in a, in His time. Amen. Um, you know we, we, can, we can do it to seek salvation. Uh, mm. You know and and you know where else are we going to find salvation but mm. with the Lord in His Word? Mm-hmm. We're not going to find it in the world. We're not going to find it, you know, um, you know, in secular entertainment That's or right. secular wisdom or anything mm-hmm. like that. So. Um, You know, and I won't go. I won't go through all of them. I think we'll we'll discuss some of that um, at the end here. But one thing I really focused on, um, and that I have seen benefits in my own life, is the meditation on Scripture. Amen. Getting quiet and really processing what you've taken in from God's Word, from preaching, from great spiritual songs that we sing and hear. Mm -hmm. So many times it's just it's we intake so much, but we oftentimes don't stop to process that and mm-hmm. and and let God, you know, use that to form our hearts, to form our thinking, and to get our thoughts right mm-hmm. with God, you know, according to His Word. Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: Yeah. Amen. It was a good word, and uh, yeah, I appreciate your uh, you putting all those texts and reasons and benefits together. It was a blessing to hear, and uh, just a, a reminder: we have uh, this series, this sermon series. On our Broadway Church app and um, on our website, Mm -hmm. Um, I encourage you all to listen uh, to that sermon. Um, But let's talk about some texts, Um, Mm -hmm. and and we're going to let you go last, Josh, because before you, you you've studied this most recently and have all kinds of passages to go to. But uh, Pastor Zad, uh, Mm -hmm. what what is something that you go to in Scripture in order to see silence and solitude exhibited?
2: Well. I mean, you, you covered it in the, uh, in the message as well, but you know, just looking at Christ as our example and everything in life uh, and everything and growing in holiness and godliness, um, but we see him as a supreme example. He always made time to spend with the Father uh, Amen. In, in, every, uh, in all the Gospels it's recorded for us. Uh, the Lord's Prayer, uh, Luke 11 mm-hmm. in particular, it says that Jesus went. He was praying in a certain place, and so you mm-hmm. talked about that being intentional mm-hmm. to have a, uh, a, a set time with mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he teaches the disciples how to pray. And so the, the, the silence and solitude uh, is for communion with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. And I, I, what you just said a while ago, you know, thinking about, um, you know, we can read and listen to messages. Um, and we, we, we can bog ourselves down and tie our minds up in knots. If we don't take what we're learning uh, and asking the Lord, number one, to transform our heart yeah. and our Amen. thinking. Yeah. And so yeah. all of the theology that we're learning from, you know, good books, but especially the book, um, what we're learning from Jesus. Yeah. Um, in the example, he says, we we, we, have to, we need to pray. Yeah. Lord, change me from the inside out. And that's how he, that's what he does, right, as he walks through uh, the you know, how to pray and giving them this example of, you know, Father, hallowed be your name, right? Your kingdom come, you know, beginning with the first things. And so that um, he teaches them how to do that, but then he exhibited that throughout his life. Uh, we mm-hmm. see that throughout the gospel. But Luke 11 one, and mm-hmm. um, we need to take time to, to meditate and to process. That is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Uh, and that only happens when things are quiet. Yeah. TV's off, your phone's off. I know... Uh, I'm, I'm probably a little countercultural to the new age of all the. We got to turn this thing off sometimes. I know they're good helps, <laughs> and I'm talking about the the for those that are watching. We got to turn the phone off. We got to turn the iPad off. Yes, Get open your copy of Scripture, um, or put your phone on airplane mode. If you if you don't, you know if you yeah. if that's what you use. I mean, leave be legalistic about it, but. yeah. Um, there's a lot of distractions. I mean, I know before I've used my phone uh, in in you know quiet time, uh-huh. and I forgot to put it on airplane mode, and texts start coming yeah. through. You yeah. know, or mm. reminders yeah. of this on my calendar, and it's like, yep. well, this is not silence and solitude, <laughs> right? Here. <laughs> yeah. a, you know, <laughs> uh, pick it up to so, read the
1: Bible, and I'm like, oh, well I got a Facebook notification, and then like exactly 30 right. minutes later, I'm like, oh, yeah. I was going to read the so. Bible, yeah.
2: But yeah. There, there's nothing sweeter. Um, is that communion with the Lord and, and meditating on His Word and praying to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, uh, We see that in the life of Christ. Uh, Luke 11, but all over mm-hmm. you know, yes. the Gospels in particular. Mm-hmm. His life is a life that is saturated in communion with the Father. Dependence upon mm-hmm. Him uh, in, and that's through prayer. And That's an intentional time. He always got a way mm-hmm. to prepare himself mm-hmm. because He He was not only setting an example for us but for the disciples. You know, He was leading these men and shaping these men and and he was fully man. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that, that's one that I, I see. Yeah,
0: and uh, I uh, was thinking in uh, Psalm 46, the uh, the word says in verse 10, uh, to be still and know or to stop fighting, depending on the translation, and know that I'm the Lord. Mm-hmm. He is speaking to nations who are warring uh, with one another um, and just chaos ensuing in the world mm-hmm. and... Um, God's peace and presence breaks into the chaos of this world and stills the the chaos Mm -hmm. of this world. And our response to the presence of God ought to be rest um, and and, and conformity to that rest and peace. And uh, it's completely different from what we experience in the world. And as you were saying, uh, there's so much going on Mm -hmm. around us and uh, we need to be like uh, Elijah on that mountain to hear the voice of the Lord that mm-hmm. uh, comes in the quiet and the still small voice. Mm. Um, and, and to he went up and got away and got alone uh, to mm-hmm. hear the voice of the Lord, right? right. Um, and uh, in, in addition to just that kind of uh, you know that kind of big picture view of how the world operates, just chaos and noise and, and, and clutter and all the time versus how the Bible describes life with God in terms of peace and rest. Um, uh, Just thinking of how the Bible speaks in big categories of how the fool generally operates and how the the wise person operates. And beginning in Proverbs 9, I was just looking. I was like, is there one uh, proverb that I can really pull out here? But he just says it over and over again. Mm -hmm. The way that the wise, wise person operates according to knowledge and wisdom is completely different from the fool, whose lips hasten uh, destruction, who, whose mouth um, uh, perverts. And uh, and over and over again, uh, the foolish person runs his mouth. The <laughs> foolish person is always quick to speak. Mm-hmm. Yet the wise person isn't. quick in, to anger. Too. And quick yeah. to anger. <laughs> um, but the wise person is content uh, to not have to mm-hmm. fill silence with his own words. Um, and in fact, uh, there, it goes on to say that a, uh, a fool who uh, is quiet appears to be wise. Right. And so there's a lot to be said for uh, having a spirit uh, that is willing to be quiet. Uh, it reflects humility mm-hmm. that I don't have to be heard. That's
2: right. Um, and you can, you know, I mean, I don't want to take us off. I mean, you no, can, no, go ahead. You can say the, you know, you can say the right thing at the wrong time and be too hasty with yeah, your words, definitely, and definitely. not uh, prayerful in your words. And that, that, uh, that proverb, I, I believe, builds off, you know, the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. Mm-hmm. You know, the way of the righteous. Psalm, Psalm one. one yeah. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. the, the 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 believer who is mature and his delight is in the law of the mm-hmm. Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Day and night. So yep. thinking and, uh, you know, allowing the. The scriptures and the Lord to uh, to marinate yeah. on our mind and our heart, soak in like a good steak, you mm. know. A steak is so much better after it marinates a little while, mm-hmm. yeah. overnight. Amen. Yeah. You know, those <laughs> yeah, that's good right. Yeah. Let it sit a, a while. God's word is sweeter than a good steak, you know, sweeter Amen. than the, the, the most uh, luscious fruit. Um, yeah. But we don't take time to let that thing ripen our minds mm-hmm. and our hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that thing. Amen. The Lord. We don't let the Lord. He's <laughs> Lord. not a thing, <laughs> but yeah. his word.
0: Amen. Yeah. Josh, how about you uh, point out some of the texts that uh, informed your sermon?
1: Yeah. Um, so kind of a main one here with, um, I began with, with, with Jesus was uh, in uh, Matthew 14, 22 through 23. And this is, this is right after he fed mm-hmm. the 5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, immediately he made his disciples get into the boat hmm. and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Mm-hmm. When evening came, he was there alone. Hmm. And so, you know, we see, like we've already said, it was very intentional. He yeah, sent yeah. the disciples away. Get away from me for a while. Sent the crowds away <laughs> and physically isolated himself mm-hmm. went up on a mountain. Uh, so it wasn't just this, oh, well, I'm going to, Find some free time in the day and, and you know, mm-hmm. give give God this, you know, last 10 minutes that I've, yeah. I've got. That's hardly I've given... our
0: first fruits, isn't it? Right, We're yeah. We're supposed to be given our first fruits. Yeah, that,
1: that, in our, our busy lives, this mm-hmm. tends to be how it goes is like we... It was just like, well, I've I've done all this, this and this, and God, you know, I've got I've got ten minutes left to mm-hmm. read my Bible and pray and check check that off the to do list for today. But mm. see Jesus being very intentional and giving him the first fruits of, hey, um, you know,
0: mm.
1: I I love the ministry, I love the mm. people, I love my neighbor, mm-hmm. but I also love God mm-hmm. with all my heart, soul, and mm. mind. I talked yeah. you talked about that in the sermon that you know the two commandments, the two greatest commandments. Is, Love God and love your neighbor, mm-hmm. and we can't love our neighbor, you know, and forget to love yeah. and c- cultivate that. Yeah, we ought not reverse those. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have to be intentional about that that mm-hmm. time and, and making a time and place to do that.
0: Amen. There were several other things that, that came out of you appealing to that as well because that prepared him for the next thing he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so many other benefits, which segues us into the benefits of uh, silence and solitude. Because he walks on water. Right yeah, that. yeah, Jesus <laughs> yeah, is going to walk on water. So if yeah, you, he's about to demonstrate. If you uh, want to walk on water, <laughs> step one.
2: Well, he's about to teach quiet. them something about himself. That's well, right. That's yeah. what.
0: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, why don't you, why don't you go ahead, uh, Josh, and, uh, and give us one of your uh, favorite Benefits to okay. silence and solitude.
1: Well, um, so like I, like I kind of pointed out, of um, you know, meditating on scripture—that's more um, so—that's more of an action to do yeah. while yeah. you're in, you know, you're having that quiet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, kind of a bit of that that quiet time with the Lord, meditating on scripture, um, mm-hmm. is um, uh, you know, one of them I pointed out in the sermon was to to regain some spiritual perspective. Mm. You know, in, in accordance with God word, God's word, mm-hmm. and um, something I, I hit on a couple of times in the sermon that wouldn't go real deep because it'd be a whole nother sermon myself, uh, of itself. Is um, I went through a time in my um, ministry in my life of severe anxiety mm-hmm. uh, that I battled. Mm-hmm. Um, had to do with you know being on full time mission, missionary, preaching every Sunday at our church plant. I have a newborn twins and and being all alone you mm-hmm. know no family no no babysitters we weren't sleeping and uh trying to minister at the same time and in
0: our for our listeners who don't know you were but, in alaska yeah. what, what part
1: of alaska we were uh we were in the interior of alaska so we're about 90 miles from the canadian border um you know um be considered the bush we were still on the Mm -hmm. road system we weren't Mm -hmm. we weren't like fly in only or anything but uh but we were out there there's there's no closest cold (laughs) Cold. darker longer yeah 50 below um (laughs) might get get three hours of sunlight you know in the middle of winter newborn twins not much sleep a lot on your
0: shoulders yeah
1: yeah so i one night i thought i was having a heart attack or something end up calling an ambulance going to the the clinic we don't have a hospital (laughs) where we live go to the clinic turns out it's it's a panic attack because i've just just Mm -hmm. built up all this anxiety and stress and so Anyway, long story short, that, that, that was turned into like a year and a half battle with, mm. with anxiety, but I ended up, um, you know, by, the, by the grace and the providence of God, putting me with a, a biblical counselor that mm. sat down across from me and opened the, God's word and, and taught me the benefits of getting along with God and getting mm. in his word and meditating on that scripture and getting my thinking right. Yeah. yeah, I was at the point, I told him when I first talked to him, I said, I don't know if you can do anything for me. I feel like there's something medically wrong. Like I need, mm. I need a pill. I need, <laughs> yeah. I need mm-hmm. something. And he's like, well, let's just start meeting. And, you know, 100% the word of God changed the way I think. Changed mm. the way, I mean, like... Um, I can't As a man, stress thinks, enough. So is he to both. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't stress enough mm-hmm. the the benefit of getting your thinking mm-hmm. right based on the Word of God, and you're not going to do that in the noise, in the that's hurry, right. mm-hmm. in you know, just constantly filling that time. And that's that's what I was doing at that mm-hmm. time. It was kind of an avoidance, even yeah. of you know, anytime there was silence, I'd, I'd throw some music on, or I'd throw a podcast on, or a YouTube mm-hmm. video, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, was was avoiding the you know the fact that I need to get alone with God and mm-hmm. deal with stuff in my heart. Mm-hmm, right. And it doesn't matter if you're dealing with anxiety or depression or what whatever. If everything seems good, we mm-hmm. all have stuff we need to deal with in that's our right. heart that's and right. in our minds. Because we we're still all living in the flesh. You know, mm-hmm. we still all have to uh, deal with that before God in light of His Word. So. So that that uh personally there was a lot more brought out in the sermon but personally that has been the main benefit I've seen mm. in my life is just to just to get that thinking right get that mm. spiritual perspective and get out of just the the rush and the craziness that, that you know life tries to put on you all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amen. Pastor Zad.
2: Yeah, I mean I think uh one of the biggest things in time alone with the Lord uh, in my time that I seek to do is uh, and I shared a lot in like application points and sermons is preach the gospel to myself mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and remind myself of the gospel 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians 15 you know as Paul says what the gospel is um, you know it was delivered to him you know first importance well, it should be first importance in our mind and that you know reorienting our thinking uh, the perspective we need mm-hmm. Uh, we are all dealing with stuff, as you as you share. Number one, internally, in our, our hearts, our minds, our sin, flesh is waging war against us. And yeah. you know, as we as we battle sin, as Paul tells us to do, uh, and you know, to make war on the flesh, I'd uh, be killing sin, or sin will be killing you. As Owen mm-hmm. uh, would would come out of that and coin that phrase, but really, he took that from Paul. Um, mm-hmm. it, it will, and so. Uh, in my in my quiet time, and um, you know, which happens in different places. You know, it happens first at home. Mm-hmm. I always try to have some quiet time in my study. You know, when I get there, and then on my off days, I try to take you know, um, I try to take some time, especially with the weather getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll ride up. You know, we live in a beautiful part of the country, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll go up the Parkway and get up in the mountains and just go for a hike and sit down just my Bible. Uh, mm-hmm remember uh, I mean that that is that is good time and I, and I always always rehash the gospel to myself and remind myself mm-hmm. of That's where right. I was mm-hmm. and and where I am now because of Christ his work
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and what he is still doing in me and I take that time to pray and so that um the, pen, the benefits of that and that isn't always just verbally you know it's it's thinking through mm-hmm. the gospel and preaching the gospel to myself internally mm-hmm. uh, through reading a scripture, but then also reading and then just think about it, med- meditate on it. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, one of the biggest benefits for me, and it's, it's kind of easy for me to uh, uh, practice silence and solitude. I'm more of an introvert uh, by nature, and um, I've learned the strengths of that and the weaknesses of that, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but uh, some of the strengths of uh, getting uh, alone with the Lord uh, what I found is that whenever I am uh, listening to people around me, um, I begin to adopt their thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's good, godly men. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still an individual, and I don't want to lose my individuality. Mm-hmm. And be, because we we are conforming beings, while mm-hmm. we are meant for community, we are individuals who are to be thinking our own thoughts with the Lord, my mm. own personal thoughts, and not just adopting those around us. Mm. I mean, whether that be a sermon prep ought not to be just a hodgepodge of other sermons I listen to, right? Mm, right. Or um, the way I deal with issues ought not to just mm. be because I heard someone else deal with it this way. I, I cannot have my individuality if I'm just constantly listening to and adopting the voice of others. Yeah. Mm and uh, that's a shortcut way to learn how to do things but that's most likely not the right way mm. um and in order for me to uh purge out all the voices uh, around and uh, to uh, be renewed uh, by the transforming of my mind i i have to uh, mm. cut off those other inlets uh, that that are affecting my thinking mm. and uh, especially you know I've, I'm concerned for students and the constant media exposure. Mm. Um, And you see this with good, godly, wise men who we would Mm. never have thought would buy into the deceptive philosophies of this age. Yet Mm -hmm. we hear them come out and utter things which are complete foolishness, Mm -hmm. right? Well, how did they get there? It was the constant exposure to other ideologies which... Uh, they exchanged a, a belief here and there yeah. and uh, took in some assumptions from these other voices which situated them to then you know, drink the Kool-Aid whenever it came. Uh, however, if we don't just buy into all of these mm. false assumptions of the world and adopt their belief systems and their worldview, uh, which we will do if we're constantly exposed to it, mm. then whenever the world presents us with something that's complete contrary to the gospel, we'll be less likely to just buy into that. Right. And so if good, godly, wise men are doing this, just, mm-hmm. I believe, by constant exposure to false worldviews, yeah. man, how much uh, more are students susceptible who've yet to have you know, solidified minds, they're still malleable, mm-hmm. and, uh, and all the more plugged in right. to the okay. internet and, sure. and, and yeah. social media. Um, you You need, for your own sake, to disconnect from social media at least uh, for extended period of time periods yeah. of time. Um, I think Pastor Tony mentioned a, a few weeks ago on the podcast that it 's something like seven to nine hours is the average mm-hmm. screen time of the American today. Yeah. Um, and that is way too much mm. and we wonder why bogus. Things are floating around, like flat earth theory and a bunch of conspiracy <laughs> theories that, I'm sorry, were proven wrong <laughs> right. de- de- decades, hundreds yeah. of years ago even. Yet people are losing all common sense and in, right. in buying into them just because it was something they saw or heard. Yeah, yeah, the,
1: the Bible says, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the, the Bible, word of God. Of, word the of Christ. flip yeah. side of that is whatever you're hearing, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. over and over and you're over, gonna you're going to believe, you're going to start to believe it or at yeah. least to be swayed yeah, yeah. that way. And you know yes. some way, even if you're like, nah, you know, on the surface, but you can't help but have mm-hmm. that thinking shifted when you constantly yes. expose yourself to that. Yes,
0: right. absolutely. Yeah. So that, that has been for me, one of the main benefits of silence and solitude is mm. as you were saying, thinking changes And and that's for your own health, psychological health, uh, and and also for um, just preventing that sway. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are many... More benefits we could discuss. I mean, you couple silence and solitude with any of the spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. that they, they go together and they go yep. to. And it will amplify your practice of the spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. So uh, while we could go on about the benefits forever, uh, I do want to uh, get into some of the practicality. Let's mm-hmm. uh, put boots to the ground here. Um, what do you guys recommend? Someone who is way too plugged in. Right? Mm-hmm. who is listening to all the clutter who doesn't get to enjoy rest. We are commanded to rest. We were <laughs> built for rest mm-hmm. and uh, although we don't observe the Sabbath day, the principle still remains six days work one day of rest mm-hmm. is, is what's going to be best for us as physical spiritual beings Right, sure. and, and we don't observe it if we're just constantly taking in and, and being distracted etc. So Someone who is not resting, someone who's listening too much and they're feeling it, where do they start?
1: Well, well, I, you go ahead, John. <laughs> go ahead, man. Um, well, I had, you know, I had two application points in, in the sermon. And uh, you know, one is you, know, you have to try, you have to mm-hmm. be intentional about regular quiet time with God. You know, ideally, that would be every day, at least some amount of time, every day by yourself, wherever you can go. You know, I so said, I I live with four-year-old twins. Sometimes it's with the lock, you know, in the bathroom with the door locked. Right. You know, it's the only place I get alone and get quiet sometimes. Wherever it may be that you can get along, if, if you got to drive up in the mountains and, and just mm-hmm. go out in the, in the woods somewhere mm-hmm. by yourself. Um, uh, but but be intentional about mm-hmm. having regular time don't just wait for that time mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it needs to be extended sometimes some you know you're you're just you're wore out you've been go 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 you have <clears throat> not taken a break you, maybe you've got bigger stressors in your life yeah. than you normally do maybe you know something's going on you, you know there's been a tragedy tragedy you lost a loved one or big life change or whatever um, sometimes you need to extend that time maybe mm-hmm. maybe instead of an hour, maybe you need you mm-hmm. know um, a night away yeah. you know go 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 away for a night mm-hmm. have a have a long weekend or something and and get alone yeah. and you know one of the points was to, to spiritually and physically
0: mm-hmm.
1: rest and, and get restored. Mm-hmm. and then the second thing I said uh, as application is just, Try to minimize the noise throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Just turn that radio off sometimes in the car. Put the phone down more. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had somebody I talked to a couple of days after the sermon. Was like, you know, I tried turning the radio off on my drive home the other day. And like, I don't think I did it right. Because my mind just wandered. And I I was trying to pray and talk to God. And I was like, well, you know, that's great. You should try to be intentional about Mm it. You know, praying and talking with the Lord, but but half of the motivation behind mm-hmm. that is just to minimize that world yeah, yeah, influence yeah. and that yeah. sway, and mm-hmm. just to to get quiet mm-hmm. and allow God to speak. You know, allow that Holy Spirit to speak through you. Because mm-hmm. if it's just noise, noise, noise all the time, it, you know, you it's it's harder to hear the Spirit speaking to you yes. and telling you this or that about your life and so so just try to to minimize that noise when, mm-hmm. whenever whenever we have the opportunity
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's good I, uh, I I definitely agree sometimes that does need to be extended and it's worth it call your sister have her come and and take care of the kids mm-hmm. so you can go off to the mountains pay a babysitter you know we m- most people have gym memberships, it's worth it to sacrifice some money also to take care of your spiritual health and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pay for a babysitter to wash the kids for an afternoon and, and, and go away and, and, and spend some time alone with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Pastor Zad, do you have anything to add to that?
2: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it sounds like super spiritual, but I think in learning to sacrifice daily, um, mm-hmm. even sometimes sleep, Can lead to greater rest in the Lord when you Mm -hmm. set a time to be alone with the Lord, whether Mm -hmm. that's early in the morning or late in the evening. Um, You know, as men, you know, we got to remember our responsibilities is is to lead, Mm -hmm. and so in order to lead, we need to be healthy spiritually. Mm -hmm. So sacrificing time to be with the Lord, what you'll see is He'll build you up. Now, yeah, there's going to be times that you need to sleep. You Mm -hmm. know, you need to you need to get that rest, but I think sacrificing to make sure that I am daily spending time with the Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, not in Bible study as much as just communion mm-hmm. with the yeah. Lord in yeah. prayer, reading, meditation of, of the word that has a cumulative effect on your mind, on your body, mm-hmm. um, on your countenance, on your perspective of everything. Um, and look for ways I look for, you know, what's your schedule. So, you know, as for me as a, as a dad, as a husband, and as a father of three, uh, you know my responsibility is to is to shepherd my family mm-hmm. and remembering those things, um, so that when I come home, I can't just you know lounge on the couch and lay down and shirk my responsibility, mm-hmm. you know in in pouring into them check you know, check on check on mama see how mm-hmm. she's doing, and then and then invest in my kids' life you know what's going on with them because the things that we're dealing with we're talking about here. We got to be instructing and um, encouraging them, uh, and they need to see that. So, you know, my kids get up in the morning. I don't want them to beat me up in the morning, and that's getting harder and harder because, you know, my ten-year-old is, you know, he's rocking and rolling five thirty-six <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So that means we got to sacrifice a little time <laughs> and get up out of the bed. <clears throat> I'm blessed to have a wife who gets up at five, but you know, we've been there when you got young kids, you know, and they don't mm-hmm. sleep good through the night. Been sick or whatever, and the Lord knows that, so we don't mm. beat ourselves up and yeah, you know, it's back not a legalistic standard, absolutely right. not. That's a pursuit,
0: not. a goal to try to get to absolutely. that kind of place, yeah.
2: And there'll be times where you know, sleep through the alarm, or mm-hmm. you know, you start getting up early, you already know, man, you, you're you gonna get up, you're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to sleep through no alarm because alarm, mm-hmm. you're waking up before the alarm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think that's the biggest thing, one of the big things for me, just to encourage yeah. is, is to, uh is to make sure you're sacrificing, mm-hmm. being intentional, mm-hmm. but make sacrifices yeah. Yeah. To, for the main thing. And the main thing uh, in our lives is to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is yeah. gonna, that's going to change us. That's going to give us the rest yeah. that we long for. Um, and, and there will be those times where we need to get mm-hmm. away. Uh, but look at, at your home. Survey what you have and what God has blessed you with mm-hmm. and where you can go. You mm-hmm. know, set you up a little something in the garage <laughs> yeah. early in the morning. Prayer you can, closet. You can get I've, out there and have popular. a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah prayer yeah. closet. Um, yeah. I like going out. We, I've got a little barn. I, I've got it set up out there. I go out there in the barn, you know, in the evenings. And, uh, you know, it's a good time to just sit and uh, mm-hmm. and read God's Word and have that time. But you, you do have to sacrifice. and it's. Yeah, you uh,
1: uh, that quote from Piper said, "If if you have time to eat breakfast, but don't n- have time n- to spend n- with the Lord, That's skip right. breakfast. That's, That's exactly right. Right. Is that important. Yeah. It is. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um,
0: yes. I. Uh, amen and amen to all of that. Yeah. We're going to find we've got plenty of time hmm. uh, that we've filled with noise that we can sacrifice. Hmm. Uh, one of the most practical um, is uh, something that I was challenged with that you mentioned a second ago, Josh, was the drive. To home to work to school Mm -hmm. to wherever you go um, cut off the radio I went I was in the youth group um, when texting just started to roll out it just started to be a thing and I was uh, a student and our uh, youth leader was kind of concerned with how he was saying okay last year my students were engaged this year they, they got their faces in their phones. And then, you know, I think that this is going to be a pattern. And so he challenged us to spend a week uh, not texting. And he said, I'm going to extend this to all media. When you, mm-hmm. when you drive to school, uh, when you're at home, mm-hmm. don't be watching YouTube. Uh, don't listen to uh, music. And I'd st- kind of gotten the habit of, you know, watching some YouTube videos. And definitely all the time I was in the car, I had the radio going. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I took the challenge for a week. And I was amazed. So the first day it was really hard. Mm. Day three, I was like, I kind of like this. Mm. I challenged uh, some of the guys I disciple to do this, and it was unheard of. It, it's only got these patterns have only been more deep seated since then, yeah. um, because kids are introduced to all forms of media. At, I mean, mm. babies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was really hard for them. But until like the last day, and they're like, I started to see the benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are two ways to introduce a new habit. One little at a time, you introduce it little at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, find 10 minutes a day uh, or you can do the, I need to cut this cold Turkey route. Mm-hmm. Spend, a, spend a week, take the challenge, no media in the car. Don't be listening to music at home. Just cut off media for a week. And then after that week, uh, a day or, or 30 minutes here and there will be much easier. Right. You implement yeah. that into your yeah. week. Mm-hmm. So either route, whatever works best with you, find a way to make this part of your regular spiritual disciplines mm-hmm. uh, because the Lord will bless you in uh, so many ways, physical, psychological, spiritual, definitely. Uh, it's been a blessing to us men here at the table. Mm-hmm. So any yeah. final words, brothers? No, that, that's no. good. Uh, I think Spend we've, time alone with the Lord Amen. in silence. Amen. (laughs) We hope that uh, you will uh, spend time with the Lord. It is our prayer that these podcasts are a blessing to you and encouragement to you, but we do recommend uh, listening to the sermons which uh, accompany these podcast episodes. So until next week, God bless you. uh, See you then.